0: Hey listeners, welcome to Sure Capital's new podcast series. We're calling this speed dating because the whole idea is to grab people at trade shows and pitch-a-thons and investor meetings and get a real on-the-fly understanding of what their business is, what they're hoping to accomplish and why they're the ones to place big bets on. We think it's a great environment to grab folks because they're very much in the middle of the game and we're getting the fresh and hot thoughts as they bounce from investor meeting to investor meeting. So without further ado... We hope you enjoy this episode of Shred Capitals Speed Dating. So welcome everyone
1: to the latest version of our podcast here from the Atlantic Venture Forum in Halifax, Nova Scotia. I have Pascal McCarthy today with me from Peridos Cerebral Solutions. So we're going to hear a little bit about this young founder and find out what makes him tick Tell me why and what is Parados Cerebral Solutions?
2: Parados Cerebral Solutions, well, the name kind of came from uh, where we started, which was aimed at predicting and preventing concussions. And I had both kind of a personal family and professional history with different kinds of brain injuries. And so I started in that direction and then realized no one really cares about concussions until after you get a concussion. And so predictive and preventative was maybe not the right path for that, but we moved into software and kind of generalized a little more into injuries.
1: Excellent. So like many of the founders and entrepreneurs that we talk to from time to time, there is a deeply personal connection that drives the purpose and passion that you lead every day with Parados, right? So that's fabulous. So walk us through what the product is and where it's at.
2: Yeah, so the product is basically with any device with a camera and an internet connection, you point and shoot at someone doing a movement or standing still. So it's a postural and movement analysis platform. And we identify biomechanical imperfections. So whether you have tight hips, you have bad neck posture, or you've had a knee injury or shoulder injury, and when you walk, it's apparent by the way you swing your arms and the way you move your legs. So we help trainers and therapists, medical and performance specialists, collect data and analyze data quicker. We're really focused on the front end of collection and analysis not so much on the interpretation and recommendations and to tie that back a little bit I had a knee injury tore my meniscus in my first year turned into ankle problems turned into my hip turned into jumper's knee in my left knee a few sprained ankles on my left ankle not to mention my shoulder problems turned into bicep tendonitis UCL strain and yeah so I have a lot of experience with injuries and we're trying to help people prevent and recover from their injuries through corrective training.
1: Right. And is your market focused at athletes? So you're selling to physiotherapy and osteos and so on kind of clinics, or are you going to the consumer?
2: We sell through specialists, through trainers and therapists, mostly in hockey, golf and baseball, very similar motions. We do some CrossFit as well. Everyone works out in those sports and they have rotational stick and ball sports. And so we're really focused selling through high performance sports performance centers. And that's our starting point right now.
1: It sounds like you're selling the product today. And so you've got basically someone that has a camera then uses your software and then the analysis. How does the analysis work though? Is it humans? Are you using AI or who does the analysis? How does that work? Yeah, so we try to help reduce the learning curve by having an onboarding process
2: and kind of what we call Parados University to help analyze the data. Because just looking at the graphs and the data themselves It's not obvious to everyone what it might mean. And so we help support the specialists through that. We use artificial intelligence, computer vision, to predict where the joints are located in 3D space, and then provide different data visualizations to make it easy to interpret.
1: And you said you're selling today, you're
2: selling? We're commercializing at the moment. Okay. We've done a couple hundred evaluations. Uh, We have some B2C revenue because we want to test directly with end users to start, get some feedback, make sure there's value there. We had our own kinesiologist in house, also customer success representative, carry out a lot of the user testing. And then through my relationships with well, my brother, former Blue Jays coach, we have some NHL PGA coaches uh, local in New Brunswick that we're working with and preparing our official enterprise level contracts right now.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Shred Capital, www.shredcapital.com, and where all fine social media channels might be found. If you're an early stage founder, taking your first or ideally second crack at a game-changing startup, we'd love to help you get to first base. As a founder, are you
1: the person that's going to be out there selling or have you built out a sales and marketing component of your business? I believe in the founder having to sell at the start, especially.
2: I've carried out pretty much all the sales and marketing. Everyone on our team is an engineer or developer, except for our recently hired kinesiologist. And so we will be hiring our first salesperson in the next couple of months. But so far, it's been me to get a hands-on understanding with our customers.
1: Excellent. And when you think about some of the scary things that you think about at night, what would those be? What keeps you up at night?
2: That's a good question. It's kept me up at night. I guess it's been a roller coaster. Financials keeps me up at night. I'm very frugal and I look at the company's money as my own money, but I can't be as frugal as I am personally. To some degree, you have to spend money to make money. Thankfully, we're debt free. We've raised a minimal amount of venture capital through safes so far. So yeah, I'm always thinking about financials and really filling a need and nailing the value proposition for customers.
1: Sure. Absolutely. Because once this product really hits the marketplace and the feedback you get, the reviews and so on is what's going to continue to drive your growth, right? So you need feedback from trainers and therapists and those out there who say this really works. And word of mouth through that industry is just going to keep driving.
2: To my understanding and my own experience as well in the athletic sector, word of mouth is Uh, The number one way to communicate your product and to grow. And if you have satisfied customers and you're filling a need, it's going to spread naturally. I'm not counting on it, but uh, that's my understanding.
1: Is there, I mean, you mentioned your brother is a Blue Jays coach, presumably the baseball team, not the birds. And that said, is the goal to try and get the product attached to a big name of some kind, meaning the Blue Jays organization or some other pro sports team and then try to leverage that across multiple professional sports teams? Because once you do that, that opens up all the therapists and markets and everyone. Because if they can say, well, the NHL uses it or Major League Baseball uses it, then everyone's going to want to use it. Is that the goal?
2: Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of credibility that comes with working with Major League organizations, talking to physiotherapists, hospitals. That credibility really carries a lot of weight. That's why we are selling through sports performance centers. Their head evaluators or owners often work with major league organizations. And so having that internal champion once that organization is bought in, I think will carry us a long way.
1: Great answer. And one last question. I know you're young, but if someone came to you, a young entrepreneur, and said, hey, listen, Pascal, I want to bring a product to market, or I've got this really cool idea. What's the advice you're going to give someone new? You've been at this for a few years now. What would you tell them?
2: Pick something you can obsess over, a problem you can obsess over to solve for people that you resonate with and that resonate with you as well. I wouldn't suggest diving into a market that you don't know anything about unless you really just want to learn and have a lot of capital to burn. Yeah, that'd be my my main suggestion.
1: All right. Frugal Pascal tells us to uh, be passionate about it. Watch your pennies and, you know, stick with it for the long haul, right? Appreciate your time today. And uh, that's another wrap for us from our session here at the AVF.
0: Hey, folks. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Shred Capital's Speed Dating Podcast. We think it's a great new format where we get fresh, hot, and fast takes from founders that are right in the middle of the action at investor events, trade shows, pitchathons a thons you name it. So if you want to know more, please come visit us at www.shredcapital.com. Learn a bit more about what we do to help early stage startups put their best foot forward and raise that crucial first round of capital. And you can also find Shred wherever you find social. You can find this podcast in the usual spots. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Come talk to us.